Friday. Another Friday. What a good day. What a good day, man. Oh, buckets. Yeah. Whoa, ladies and gentlemen, how is everybody doing out there? Yo, 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 everybody. What is going on out there in the beautiful, beautiful world? Happy Friday, one and all, to everybody out there in the beautiful universe that we call the Earth here and just the universe in general, whatever. Uh, but everybody, welcome back to a brand new episode of the Truth Podcast. This is our Friday episode, so happy Friday to everybody, one and all. Hope you guys have some good plans going into the weekend or something. You know, I know COVID's kind of taken over the world, obviously, as we all know, and probably don't enjoy whatsoever. But you know, we gotta go out there and uh, do the best that we can, and just make sure that we're all kind of trekking along and kind of making sure that everything's okay. But how are you guys doing out there in the beautiful world? Hope you guys are doing fantastic. But uh, today, as you guys all know, uh, if you guys haven't been frequently listening to the podcast, uh, basically on these Friday episodes, what we end up doing is I hop onto Reddit and I bring up some little relationship uh, stories that are on this Reddit uh, subreddit of the relationship underscore advice. Uh, so if you guys haven't checked that page out, definitely go and give that a, uh, a follow and you guys can kind of stay updated on more stories. If you wanted to kind of get your fix in for reading different stories, uh, all across the globe, really. Cause this is like a worldwide group, which is kind of crazy. So, uh, but today I kind of wanted to bring on another story and, I guess we'll kind of just dive right into it. So today this story is titled Girlfriend of two and a half years moved across the country with me. I can't take it anymore. I want to break up. I'm in too deep. So uh, the guy, the boyfriend, is the one that is writing this. He is 24 years old and his girlfriend is also 24. Uh, so they've been together for it looks like two and a half years here, uh, and it's seeming like they recently had just moved across the country, uh, and we'll kind of dive into the story and kind of get a full feel for the story. So let's go ahead and dive right in. He starts off by saying, at this point, I just can't take it anymore. There's something every day. I am like 80% sure I'm in an emotionally abusive relationship, but I can't prove it. There's always, literally every day, something she's mad at. I can't do it anymore. I'm not the person I was. I'm not the person I want to be. She has taken all the parts of me that I love, uh, all the parts of me I love, and destroyed it. I just want out. Alright, so right off the rip here... um, Definitely have some obvious signs of abuse, some emotional abuse kind of going on. Uh, So that to me is always just a no-no, something that, uh, you know, if you're in a personal relationship like this and you're going through any sort of emotional abuse, uh, definitely would not advise being in that situation. Any sort of abuse, whether it's verbal, uh, emotional, 
or even uh, physical abuse as well. So, you know, emotional abuse is definitely one of those ones that's kind of taboo, especially for guys, uh, you know, kind of being in a relationship where there's emotional abuse going on. It is like what he said, it can be kind of tough to really identify and really prove in a sense. Uh, so, but seriously, like if you're a guy, girl, whoever you are, if you know that there's signs of abuse in the relationship, definitely seek some help. Uh, it could be from like a therapist or, you know, just make sure that you're tackling your own sanity for sure. But we'll kind of dive right back into the story uh, to kind of keep going with this. So uh, he begin or he continues by saying six months ago, she moved from North Carolina where we met to follow me to my job in Oregon. We moved here together and have established a decent social life and group of friends, even going on weekend trips with the friends. We've been dating so long that our families joke about marriage all the time. Her family, who is much more traditional than mine, is quite directly pressuring me into marrying her ASAP. Uh, At any rate, no matter what, I'm simply not ready for that especially considering I avoided being laid off at my company by 20 employees. The last thing on my mind is marriage, and the first thing on my mind is income stability. Before she moved out here, basically every one of her family members, parents, siblings, cousins, you name it, had quote-unquote the talk with me about supporting her. I vowed to support her family, or support her fully through thick and thin, and to take her under my wing. The problem is, I really don't I really didn't expect it to be this bad. She's not a good partner for me. Uh, she has made my life absolutely miserable. I don't know how to beat around the bush, uh, so I won't. But I absolutely hate it. It is the it is the opposite of what I ever expected, and quite honestly, she is a nightmare to live with. I just can't do it anymore. I want to end things. I don't know how. She moved across the country with me and is fully rooted and established as much as I am. Uh, She has a good job that she enjoys uh, and friends she sees often. She doesn't contribute to the rent or living expenses at all as I pay pay for all of those entirely. Uh, How do I end this? How do I move on? What do I do? This is a situation I feel that I like I am in way over my head with. So, uh, yeah, I just kind of wanted to finish the story so then we can kind of dive into really everything that's kind of going on here. So uh, basically kind of breaking this story down brick by brick here. Uh, so obviously they moved across the country. They met back in North Carolina, it looks like, and it's looking like he just got a job uh, out in Oregon. So he wanted to basically make the decision to uproot his life and leave his hometown, I would assume. Or maybe they met in college. I don't really know. It doesn't say anything about that. Uh, but it looks like he moved uh, across the country to Oregon. Uh, so definitely that's a that's a definitely a tough switch uh and obviously like his girlfriend followed him uh so they ended up making a couple of friends which is good uh so definitely uh in regards to like the whole relationship thing uh, you know having the the talk the quote-unquote the talk with the family and stuff like that about marriage and uh, you know, everything that's going on with that, 
Definitely, it definitely can be tough. Very, very tough. Uh, I think that, you know, with all of that, I think that you do have to kind of learn to separate yourself from the family to the actual person that you're dating. I think that that kind of is something that can be very tough, especially like, you know, if you've grown fond to the family that you've basically promised to like, in his case, like marry their daughter and things of that nature. Uh, so, you know, that, that definitely can be tough, but I think that, uh, you know, I can see that clearly he has, uh, more of her best interests in mind when he was saying things along the lines of basically like he support, he wants to support her and, uh, he like basically, uh, you know, he does like want all of those things, but, uh, you know, that right now marriage is like the last thing on his mind and he clearly just didn't understand that she just wasn't a good partner for him at all. Uh, and it is seeming like, uh, that what he said with, uh, that she's a nightmare to live with as well. And that she doesn't actually contribute to rent or living expenses at all. Uh, and he has to pay for basically everything. So that to me, uh, definitely adds a lot more weight, I think, to the situation. Um, you know, that, that to me is just, you know, in a relationship, it's supposed to be 50, 50, you know, I think like, especially now that we're in like 2020, you know, like, relationships are supposed to be 50 50 like it's supposed to be like you know your partner pays half you pay the other half and then you know you guys are partners in this life together that's basically what it's supposed to be it's not supposed to just be you know one person's paying all of the things and then you know the other person doesn't pay anything unless if you guys like have that set i don't know that that to me just doesn't seem like a good partnership in a sense so uh but that that's just my personal opinion so you know if you're out there and that's what you want to do and like as long as you're happy with it that's cool but clearly he definitely has some uh some issues with that and that's something that definitely would need to be talked about i think in the relationship uh and clearly he just kind of wants to be out of it and i think that you know he's putting his girlfriend's feelings ahead of his own, which is something that, you know, I personally kind of have done in the past too. You know, you put a lot of people that, you know, it could be in any situation, you know, like if you're like a boss at a company or whatever, like you don't want to hurt somebody's feelings, you know, I get it whole hundred percent. But, you know, at the end of the day, you have to choose to love yourself and you have to choose to, you know, make sure that you're the one that is taking control of your own destiny and not letting others do so for you. Uh, so, you know, if if this means that, like, you know, that you got to cut it off, man, then that's, that's what you're going to have to do, man. Like, you can't compromise your own sanity uh, just for the case of somebody else, you know, and you guys have been together for two and a half years is what it's looking like uh so definitely i would say you know just kind of rip the band-aid off in a sense you know in, in one foul swoop uh i did like a couple of the comments here um that i wanted to just kind of read to so this one guy he says oof this is a big one Woo. uh you're young she's young Remember, this will hurt. Uh, it, this will hurt now, but from everything you said, it sounds like the right thing. 
the emotional abuse alone makes it makes it a right thing uh makes it the right thing you don't deserve to have to feel this way no matter what her family made you promise uh she is an adult her own person uh she has to be responsible for herself just like you have to be responsible for yourself do it and rip off the band-aid all at once uh the longer it goes on the more brutal it will be for the both of you remember to give yourself time to heal even if you're the one ending it there will be a grieving process uh it will be hard and probably nasty for a bit but you deserve happiness and a relationship that doesn't include abuse of any kind good luck so i thought that that was a good little comment uh to add kind of gives you like a you know a bit of sense of an uh kind of endearment you know kind of giving him uh just some food for thought on the whole thing uh definitely was very more like nice and kind of trying to be uh, just supportive of the whole situation because like obviously we all know if we've all been in a relationship before like you know it's tough being in those situations uh but i did i did kind of want to uh get into like the brutal side of red uh of oh geez of reddit uh reddit as you guys may or may not know uh, you can kind of make your own account and, you know, you can kind of decide to troll the situation a bit. Uh, and I thought that this, that this comment that was left, uh, was a little bit like definitely just kind of came out and just spoke their ish, uh, and just didn't really care. I thought it was just kind of got straight to the point. There wasn't any sugar coat in it, which I mean, I can kind of respect in a sense, but I'll, uh, I'll go ahead and read this comment. I thought it was pretty funny. Um, they start off by saying, LOL, she has a job and pays zero for expenses and is pressuring you for marriage. Honey, this girl is trying to rinse you dry. Normal girlfriends split expenses with their boyfriends because it's 2020 and living expenses are high. Uh, you don't need to stay with this woman because you said you would support her. Say you want an equal partnership with an adult and you'd rather be single than date a child and send her back to her parents. Case closed. <laughs> like, jeez. <laughs> that that was a little that was a little ruthless, I'm not gonna lie on that one, but uh I thought that was pretty It's like that's like a hard pill to swallow kind of comment, you know? It's like what he was saying was a hundred percent true, but you know, it was definitely, it was definitely kind of loaded, and I was like, "Holy buckets!" This man just uh, kind of went nuts with that one, but it was, uh, it was definitely respectable. But yeah, I thought that was kind of, kind of a little bit over the top. But it is what it is, man. Like you know, there's some people out there that just love to not sugarcoat things, you know, and I can respect that. It's not what I personally do, but somebody else out there will, especially hiding behind a screen, as we all know, being all over social media nowadays. So. Uh, but yeah, that's kind of it for today's uh, uh, little Reddit segment. Just kind of wanted to hop on there and, uh, you know, kind of talk about that for a little bit. Uh, but we'll kind of dive into the weekly news and stuff like that. Uh, I'll kind of go into like what I've been personally going on. But yeah, man, like if you guys uh, have any stories, though, for the Reddit segments that happen every Friday, uh, definitely send me over some stories if you guys have some personal stories that you wanted to share. Um, it could be like of you, it could be of your friends or whatever. Uh, you know, you don't got to give me specific names or anything like that. Like people on Reddit, they don't leave their names. It's just uh, 
excuse me, it's just like basically them talking about uh, giving us a little bit of information like their age and maybe where they live, uh, if it ever so needs to be uh, said in the information to kind of give us some context. But uh, if you guys have any information or any stories that you guys want to talk about, please feel free to DM me. You can DM me on uh, 2220vision on Instagram, or you can uh, DM me on at Neek Robinson on Instagram or Twitter or wherever. Just search my name and you can find me there. So, um, but yeah, we'll kind of dive into uh, some stuff that's been going on this past week. Uh, So, yeah, we'll kind of start off with the personal stuff, I guess. We can start off with that. Uh, if you guys don't know, my name is Neek Robinson. I'm the host of this show. Uh, but, yeah, man, I'm kind of uh, in the midst of doing the whole college and, you know, all of that stuff. You know, uh, it's my last semester at school. So uh, getting ready to uh, graduate here soon, which is kind of weird. But, you know, it's kind of weird that everything's kind of coming to a close, you know, especially if, like, you know, it felt, it feels like I was just starting college, like, you know, a couple of, like, even last year sometimes it feels like, I don't know, I feel like the years kind of all merge into one uh, continuous thing, you know, especially like after high school, I feel like things are just kind of flown by, uh, but, you know, it is what it is, man, and uh, now I'm kind of at that point where, like, this week I made, like, my, uh, I updated my resume, which I hadn't done probably since, like, high school, I think. Like, I hadn't, obviously, like, I haven't, like, really applied to, like, big, big name jobs yet. So, like, that whole thing uh, with, like, really having a resume just wasn't really needed, you know? Like, I've worked at, like, little local restaurants or other local businesses and stuff, so... You don't really need like a resume to turn in for that. Um, you know, if you have like some prior work experience, you can always put that down. But uh, yeah, I just kind of had to fill it out for a class. Then I decided to, uh, you know, just make some time to, you know, finalize my cover letter and my uh, my resume in general, and you know, get all the things that I've kind of done uh, throughout college kind of centralized on. Uh, my my resume doc document so you know that that whole thing man is like holy buckets dude like you know resumes are all about the experiences that you've had and uh you know going through college like I feel like when I was in high school I was definitely very involved with numerous activities and uh, you know, I was very involved in school, like, uh, events and things of that nature, uh, so, you know, going into college, you know, you, you can get into clubs, you can get into all that stuff, but, uh, I just felt like I wanted to kind of do things outside of school, you know, and, uh, I haven't, like, stayed on campus since probably, like, sophomore year, uh, so, you know, I've, kind of just been commuting back to school or just doing the online thing so uh it's definitely been a little bit different but like when I was like looking back on college and like reflecting on like all the stuff that I've done through college I was like have I really done that much like obviously like you know when you're in high school like you think about all the events and all the clubs that you're a part of but uh you know I never really get I guess like 
took the time to realize that I did do a pretty good amount of stuff during college. You know, like I started this podcast back in 2018. Uh, you know, I've worked with uh, a bunch of local businesses here and a couple of different sports teams here in the area and stuff. So it's definitely given my resume uh, some good booths. And, you know, I have some, I have a pretty solid resume for a kid that's getting ready to graduate college. So, you know, uh, I don't even like plan, like I'm studying English, but I don't really even plan to use my degree at this point. Uh, you know, if I end up applying for a job or something like that in like the media world or something like that, that's kind of what I'm into, you know? So that's why I do everything that I kind of do with photography and videography and podcasting and things of that nature. Uh, but you know, if I decide to do that, then it's good that I have kind of the, the background on working with uh, multiple businesses and stuff like that. So it's always good to have that. Uh, but, you know, it's definitely, it, I just kind of had the realization that like, holy buckets, you know, like I didn't even think about all the things that I've done and all of that until it took, until I actually took the time to really uh, sit down and actually finalize it and all of that. So that was, that was kind of interesting, man. It kind of opened up my mind a little bit and kind of made me feel like, you know, this whole college thing was maybe in a sense worth it, you know, even though I didn't like get any of the opportunities like through school specifically, but, uh, you know, it, it was still, it was still good, man. It was still good to kind of, you know, have all that kind of in my, in my back pocket in a sense, you know, and to have it all centralized under a document. It's kind of cool. Uh, but yeah, we'll kind of dive into the news a little bit. Um, yeah, obviously, like, I don't know if you guys have heard, I'm pretty sure you have heard or seen like pictures of, uh, the wildfires out in like Oregon and, uh, California. I was hearing that it was from stemming from a, uh, a gender reveal. I was like, I was super confused on like how that even happened. Uh, but apparently there was like a wildfire that just kind of took uh, took a blaze or was set ablaze basically right after a gender reveal because uh, like a lot of people with those gender reveals, they uh, like explode things and uh, then like the blue or pink dust like comes out uh, and I think it like ended up setting some trees on fire and stuff like that. So definitely want to kind of give my prayers and thoughts out to, uh, the people out in California and the Oregon area. Uh, I sent a text to a couple of my homies out there, uh, that I know that are out in that area. Cause I think it's like Northern California that's getting hit pretty hard in Oregon as well. So, uh, but definitely stay safe out there if you guys are in that area and you guys are listening to the pod. So, uh, definitely sending you guys my thoughts out there. Um, Next, I kind of wanted to talk about some different stuff. Uh, I'm a big kind of video game guy. You know, I've been kind of playing some video games in the past week. Funny thing, though, like, I haven't played video games, dude, in, like, probably since, like, my... Like, I, I played, like, last year, like, at break. So, like, I usually play, like, video games uh, in between, like, school breaks and stuff like that because I feel like I just don't have the time to play. Uh, I just feel like I could be doing something a little bit more productive with my time, but, you know, I plan to play a lot more after college is done, too, but, uh, you know, I'm, that's just kind of the way that my mind works, I guess, or, you know, I'll spend time watching Netflix, or, you know, there's a ton of media and stuff that you guys can consume outside of, you know, doing schoolwork and stuff like that, so it's hard to kind of decide which one to do, 
sometimes. But yeah, I've been playing a little bit more video games. I've been diving into uh, the Star Wars. Uh, I think it's like the. I can't even remember what the name of the game is, but uh, the Fallen Order, I think, is what it's called. Uh, the game's pretty good. It's pretty long, low key. I haven't like a lot of the games now, dude, are super like story, uh, like oriented and stuff. And uh, I'm actually like having to like walk back after like a mission's done and things of that nature. So it's kind of crazy how far games have come. Uh, but yeah, I'm playing on the PS4. You guys can add me. I think my at name is Neek Robinson. So you guys can add me on there. And I'd be happy to game with you or something like that if I'm ever on. You know, which is like once in a blue moon it still feels like. But um, but yeah, the PlayStation 1 actually, oddly enough, uh, turned 25 years old this week. Which is pretty crazy, dude. And, uh, you know, the whole... Uh, I think like I've been like a PlayStation head for probably since the PS2. I can't remember when exactly the PlayStation One came out. Like I remember playing it like at my aunt's house a little bit because my uncle had one. Uh, but yeah, I didn't really play like the PS One specifically. But dude, like the PS2, I got jiggy on that joint, man. Uh, me and my brother were actually like just talking about like old video games and stuff this week. Uh, I'll have to like invite him on the pod someday, and we'll talk about some old video games or something like that because he's super into all of that uh but yeah uh the playstation 2 dude as you guys all know was like so iconic and uh definitely crazy that the playstation 1 actually turned 25 years old this year uh yeah i kind of wanted to talk about like a funny story like you know obviously like nowadays all the uh all the game stations they like have uh internal like memory and stuff so whenever you're playing a game you can like save it and you don't have to worry about it or whatever uh, but i remember like me and my brother as kids we would like be playing with the ps2 uh, and i remember like i never would be able to like beat games on the ps2 because we never like bought like an external memory card because back when the ps2 was around you had to actually have like a memory card to save all of your game data on uh so it was kind of like basically like a, a thumb drive or like a hard drive that you had to plug into your ps4 it was a little memory stick uh and we just like never had one of those so we would always like try to keep uh we would just leave the playstation 2 on which was probably not good to do but i'm sure that that didn't really take super much power back in the day uh but yeah that was uh it was kind of funny to kind of do that and to kind of reflect on all that stuff when you're talking about old video games with the people that you grew up with but yeah i thought that was kind of that was kind of cool to kind of reminisce on that and uh shout out to playstation for turning 25 years old dude that's a uh, pretty crazy pretty crazy to kind of reflect on that uh then i kind of i was looking through a uh, hype beast again uh and i found some uh some interesting stories uh it's looking like this is an article back from uh, back in July, uh, July 29th of 2020, uh, by Nicholas uh, Lee. Uh, it's looking like uh, 
the Sony PlayStation 5 will reportedly have a shortened life cycle, uh, is what this uh, article is titled. Uh, it says that as Sony continues uh, the build-out release of PlayStation 5 with platform exclusives, uh, industry reports are hinting at the company's long-term plans for the console, specifically revealing the PlayStation 5's uh, expected life cycle. The life of the the length of time that, that the console uh, is top of the line. Uh, gamers uh, upgrading from the PS4 will reportedly have to contend with Sony cutting the life cycle of the PS5 shorter than previous consoles. Uh, Sony's back-end uh, supply chain in Taiwan insinuated that the genera- generational life of the PS5 console will just be over five years as opposed to six or seven years enjoyed by the PS4, PS3, and PS2. Uh, despite the brevity of its cycle, Sony is expecting to ship uh, approximately 125 million PS5 units over the next five years, double the number of Xbox Series X models uh, that Microsoft is planning to ship. Uh, some figures estimate that Sony may ship a maximum of 170 million units, but either way, the Japanese company's ambitious plan to uh, plan dwarf the uh, 110 million PS4 units sold over after seven years. Those seeking to make the most of their brief time with the PS5 may look to invest in truly exquisite 24 karat gold uh, Sony PlayStation 5. So yeah, dude, uh, pretty pretty ambitious to say the least. I think by Sony as a company, like I, I had no idea that they sold 110 million units uh, for the PS4. I thought it would probably be a little bit more than that, but excuse me, I'm about to sneeze. I think. <coughs> Shout out to the sneeze. Don't have COVID. Just allergies. So don't worry about me. Uh, but yeah, dude. Uh, pretty crazy uh with the trying to go for 170 million units that's that's pretty that's pretty excessive man i think that that would be pretty interesting if they do that in a shortened time span for sure it'd be interesting to see i know that they got uh i think that for the ps5 they have two different models i think they have one without a disc drive and then one with a disc drive so i'll probably end up going for the disc drive one uh just because you know i use the ps uh the playstations for like to watch movies and uh things like that so it's always good to like have that uh, option, but you know, I, I feel like with today's gaming world, like people don't really buy copies. Like my brother doesn't buy video game copies really anymore at all. I mean, I've not bought a video game copy for a couple of months probably. Uh, I know I got the Star Wars game on my PS4 downloaded, so excuse me, but yeah, it's like. It's super weird, man. Like, they're kind of going away from discs now, which is crazy as hell to kind of think about, um, you know, just kind of thinking about old games. I don't know. I'm kind of a physical copy kind of guy, though. That's kind of that's kind of my feel. Like, I like to have the physical product kind of in my hands, you know, and, like, I like to look at it on a shelf sometimes or, you know, and the whole download thing, I don't know. It's kind of weird, too, because, like, I know you can, like, I think you can file share some people, but... You know, I feel like my brother, he has a PS4, and then I have a PS4 as well, so, like, 
you know, it's like I can't even like use his games if he's downloading them onto his PS4, you know, and if he shares it with somebody else and he can't share it with me or whatever the case may be. But yeah, it's super kind of weird how all that kind of is happening. But yeah, uh, but we'll kind of dive into another topic. Uh, I was seeing some uh, some interesting stuff on uh, Instagram, I believe. I think on Complex, I was seeing that uh, f- the Fresh Prince of Bel Air is going to get a reboot. So, dude, we're just going to hit all sorts of nostalgia on this podcast today. But yeah, man, I think that'll be uh, super interesting. I don't know exactly what it's going to entail. Uh, I'm, I'm sure that Complex kind of uh, wrote an article about the specifics of it, uh, but I kind of wanted to just give my thoughts on it a little bit. And, uh, you know, the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air dude was one of my favorite shows growing up. Like, I remember, you know, uh, especially like in middle school, probably into high school is when I really, really was watching it a lot. Uh, but dude, like Will Smith, one of the goats for sure. Uh, definitely a style icon. Uh, definitely kind of took some style tips and some stees from him back in uh, those days, you know, when I was kind of dressing a little bit more loud and flamboyant-esque, you know. Uh, but yeah, dude, I think that obviously Will Smith and the Fresh Prince, it kind of set uh, a style like this vintage aesthetic i think that uh, that's where mainly my vintage aesthetic is kind of stemmed from and i'm sure a lot of other people have taken a lot of style tips and things of that nature from uh the fresh prints and just like all the overall uh messages that are spread in that show uh you know with having will going across the country uh to uh live with his uh, family in Beverly Hills and, uh, or not in Beverly Hills in uh, in Bel Air and stuff with his family, uh, you know, from getting out of his, uh, his town in, uh, Philadelphia, uh, definitely, you know, there's, there's some real rooted things in that, uh, in that show, you know, and it, it's made to be like a comedy and a sitcom and a family show, but you know, that, that's some real life stuff, you know, that, uh, you know, Will could have been, uh, like he got into a fight. I think that's like the whole preface behind why he moved out, uh, of Philly. So, you know, it's, that's definitely some real world problems that a lot of kids probably have to face too, you know, and a lot of kids probably aren't lucky enough to end up moving to Bel Air, but it's definitely a loaded show and I'm pretty excited to see, uh, what they got going on with this reboot sad that James Avery won't be uh, able to be in the cast. Rest in peace to Uncle Phil one time as well. Uh, but yeah, man, I think that that, that would be super, super cool to see. Um, I'm wondering, like, I'm thinking it's just going to be the main cast is what I was seeing in a couple of the photos, uh, but I'm kind of wanting to keep my keep my mind open on it uh, before I kind of really dive into it. I'm not too sure where they're even going to release it at and stuff like that either, so I'm going to have to do some more research on it, and uh, I'll get back to you guys on that, but I kind of wanted to just give my overall thoughts on hearing that news, you know. I wanted to kind of dive into it a bit, but yeah, man, uh, that's kind of it for today's Potter. I uh, got a couple minutes before I got to get on to going back to work and stuff. But I hope that you guys have a fantastic Friday. Uh, and I'll leave you guys with a nice tune. You're now listening to Float uh, by Black. Uh, also, uh, 
spell uh, six lack in case if you guys wanted to uh, search them up. Uh, but this song is titled Float uh, by Black. And I hope you guys have a fantastic weekend. And I will see you guys in the next episode of the Truth Podcast. My name is Nick Robinson. And I'll see you guys on Monday. Peace and love to the world. Peace and love to you all. Peace, everybody. Make a moves, everything I say go Wanna change, but it stay the same, no Been on the wave, one and didn't fade, no Different day, but I'm in the same boat I'm just trying to stay flow I'm just trying to stay afloat It's a big war going on outside Grab your love with time to slide Say your prayers, hold them tight Give your heart with your goodbyes I've been in my feelings, need a drink Singing my pains while I'm listening to T-Pain If you took me for granted, that's a shame Make sure you love me for the world go out in flames Hey God, listen, it's been too hard Jokes on us, but boy, stop no more will I cut up I'm gon' dance like Usher Count up with my brothers MC Helm can't touch us I put that on my mother Making moves, everything I say go Money change, but I stay the same, no Been on the wave, one and didn't fade, no Different day, but I'm in the same boat I'm just trying to stay afloat I'm just trying to stay afloat Stay Stay